Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab All right. and let's It's good started. to see y'all. Um, so I thought we'd, we'd get a good, like, simple kind of practice today with some just nice openers, get circulation going, uh, get energy flowing, but without, like, draining the battery. Like, just really just feel good kind of practice. So if you want to uh, really exert yourself power 90 is 4 p.m in here and so like there is the opportunity to do that um, but whether you're pre-gaming the niners this afternoon or the uh power 90 that, that's a nice little like you get niners or 90 whatever you want to do you can do either you can also do something else of your own choosing um, yeah we'll we'll just have a nice little morning practice that gets you ready for whatever that is so Grab a strap if you got one, and if not, no big deal. We'll start on your back in constructive rest. If you don't have a yoga belt or yoga strap, uh, an actual belt or uh, like towel, scarf, maybe like stay away from those silk scarves. Like, uh, you know, I mean, like, I don't know if you've got like a Gucci uh, yoga strap, that might not be a terrible thing, but when you get to constructive rest, that pose is lying down on your back with the soles of your feet on the mat and your knees together. Your feet could go mat distance apart, or they might go hip distance apart, but find a spot where when you knock your knees together in, in the pose, you don't feel overextended in any way, that you feel your low back has plenty of space. You can let your hands rest on your center line, one to your navel, one to your heart. It is pretty personal where you want to do that, but letting your hands come to your body, nice centering action. Another option would be to have your arms at your sides like Shavasana and that opening, surrendering action. And of course, there are more than two options. Taking an arm position that suits your intention is a nice communicative action. One thing with, with a lot of yoga postures, the arms are involved in a way of setting the tone for a pose. If you think about poses where we reach overhead or reach out to the sides, right? Or, or make centering action with the arm right there. They're there to communicate not only outwardly, but internally, what are we doing? And so when we don't have any purpose with the arms and we just let them kind of flop around or or unaware of what they're doing, unspecific about what they're doing. There's nothing wrong with that, but we're missing the totality of the embodiment of any pose. Okay. So for sure, take variations, make this your own, do with your arms what's good for your body. In an intentional way. So they're 
not always the mainstay of the pose, but they're part of the pose in a really unique way. Breath in here. Breath all the way out. Bring your feet together and then your knees in onto your chest and just give them a good hug in. And so with that idea of attention to your arms, the sensation of hug. And then notice if there's more of a grabbing or a pulling or tension in the hands. Imagine hugging someone like that, would you? What would your hands or arms feel like if you were giving or receiving a hug? Take a little rock side to side across your hips and just that really nice and languid, lingering rock that feels like waves that are gentle. Maybe you go hip to hip and maybe you go shoulder to shoulder. Keep your head still for this one. Just let the, the back of the head be anchored. Moving back into center. Take one knee in each hand. Give the leg bones a twirl. And just note how your fingers are gripping your knees. I'm always surprised at uh, the tension that I can create with my fingers. And the, the kind of unnecessary kind of gripping that we do. Like certainly if you were needing to hold on to something in life, you, you would want good grip strength. But here, is it necessary? Is it helpful? Knees into chest, have a breath. Letting it out, you're going to bring soles of your feet to the mat and flowing bridge action here. So when you inhale, just piece by piece, pick your spine up. And when you exhale, slowly place it down. And what you're going for here, just like the same sensibility as a rocking side to side where you're finding waves of breath, moving your body. Nothing's really you know, working super hard or you know, super technical, just a movement in the spine created by your attention to your breath. And you start to get curious about where's the top of the breath? Where's the bottom of the breath? when you're breathing fully and that's where you're concentrating your attention rather than on getting done with the exercise, right? Because you could have gone to an exercise class, but coming to the yoga mat, just tuning into what's the pace of your breath? What's the pace of a natural breath, of a wholesome breath?
back at center and all the way to the mat. Walk your feet out wide and let your knees windshield wiper side to side. We'll go inhale to the side. Exhale back through center. Inhale at the other side. And exhale back through center. Switch and inhale there. With your inhale, you're going to really lift the hip, the, the upper hip, the obvious one, up. That's going to come from pressing that heel down. I just give the emphasis there. So arms here could be out to the side like cactus or wings. They could be like Shavasana arms. You can even put your hands behind your head. And a lot of chest opening to happen. Or reach for your back wall. Nice thing to do if you are reaching through the arms to the back wall, press the wrists down. As you're doing that final lift of the hip, you press wrists down to anchor it. Anchor, not anger. Don't anger it. Last one through. Breath in. Breath out when you're done balancing the two sides back to center. Walk your feet to about hip distance. If you've got that belt or strap, you're going to take your right foot up into the strap. And then uh, depending on what implement you have here, if you have a yoga belt, give yourself a little side-to-side uh, -side massage with the uh, strap. Warm the bottom of your foot. And we'll pause with the strap at midfoot, just a nice stirrup there. And slide your arms down to the floor, as long as your strap is long enough. Uh, have the upper arm bones on the floor. Hold the strap lightly, but firmly, and get just enough traction with your leg vertical. So, and feel for vertical. We may uh, have a tendency to draw in, certainly do. Uh, vertical, pull down, press your heel up. And then slowly start to bring that straight leg more toward you, keeping it straight as you go. So it's a good place to work with straight leg. Uh, not a locked knee. You don't need to, to force it at the knee. Squeeze the quadricep to straighten. For right now, only go so far as you can keep the leg straight. Really later, we can do a deeper kind of a forward fold in terms of the hip crease. Here the idea is length through the back of your leg. Breath in. Breath out. Another breath in. And breath out. Slow release of this, bend the knee, put to the floor and just pause with your body and the sensations therein. And then other side, take left leg up, catch the foot, 
with that strap if you've got one i mean i don't know how the gucci scarf works for the uh, foot massage so i won't speak to that i do know that i've used a kitchen towel to do this and it works just fine so if you got one of those do that but you know if you're using like a belt like you're uh you know okay one that holds your pants up maybe not maybe not and strap to midfoot. Pause, bringing the upper arm bones to the floor. So we're letting the arms rest. Uh, as you do that, let your collarbones broaden, feel the shoulders drop down. You got space across your chest. We keep that. That's our goal uh, with the upper body. And then find vertical with the leg. So uh, what we're going for now is the proprioception, the you know, body awareness of what's vertical, right? And you do have to kind of get curious and be honest and be out of the habit loop to find it in the, the inquiry of this. What is vertical? I'll tell you, I'm looking some not vertical. So if, if you think it might be you, it might not be you, but really go for that investigation. Once it's vertical and straight, I really squeeze your quadriceps to get straight. Start to just give a little pull. You're pressing the foot into the straps. So there's activity going on there. And then you're just drawing the straight leg toward you. Again, we're not going for how far can you crease the hip, but how straight can you keep the leg? And as you're drawing the leg toward you, you're breathing in, breathing out. You're keeping some of your awareness on what's going on at your hands. What's going on in your arms? Are they overworking this? And if they are, that's totally natural. We're used to grabbing onto things and holding on. How much of that do you need to make this opening happen in the back of the leg? And the answer is not that much. You can work really subtly, really nuanced. And by alleviating some of that work, letting go of the, the energy usage in the hands, get more through the leg. Breath in. Breath out. Slowly release that. Leg down. Pause for a moment. Be in your body. Feel what you feel. And then switch again to right leg. Uh, we're gonna keep the sole of the left foot on the floor for right now. And when you catch the straps, you're gonna catch them in your right hand. Let the right leg move out to the side. And then left leg into Supta Baddha Konasana. So the left knee is gonna turn out, left leg's gonna work like butterfly. Left hand's going to left inner thigh, not to do too much pressing, but just to keep the hip level. So you're thinking left hip, right hip, equally weighted on your mat. And there will be the propensity to, to really shift into the right hip. So you'll actively press the left hip down. And right leg out to the side, you're gonna straighten it as much as you can. And even if you think it's straight, see about that. Press the foot out into the strap. 
going to lengthen through the inner ankle, like pressing the inner ankle bone toward the sidewall. Breathe here. One more breath here. You bend the knee, bring the foot in, left and right feet, or the right foot together. How you said left and right foot, left and right feet? Supta Baddha Konasana. We have an English teacher in the room. You can tell me the, the correct left and right feet. No. Well, I guess if like we're talking about the group, our left and right feet are together as a, as a whole. As a person, your left and right foot are pressing together in Saptapikanasana. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. And then sole of the feet to the floor. Left leg up, catch it. And left leg out to the side, right knee into the butterfly, and take your right hand to hip, inner thigh. Anywhere that works for you. Let the elbow rest on the floor, let the arm be relaxed. It's definitely reminding you to keep right hip down. Right leg and left leg evenly weighted, which is challenging. And again, something that you're really going to have to investigate with your attention in every moment. Without it, the body will slowly list over to the left. And often in such small increments that we don't catch it. But in enough of a leaning left that we miss some of the stretch, right? We have to have an anchor point for the stretch, which is your hips being level. And then that straightness of the left leg, right? Which again, without paying attention to it pretty much every moment, the knee will slightly bend. Even if it looks straight, the, the musculature will, will flex the knee a little bit. So you're pressing out the leg, you're keeping it straight, you're pressing the hips down, right? No yoga pose is ever still. There's no yoga pose where you're like, oh man, it was so boring. We just held that pose and like all we did was just sit there. If you're doing that, like it's not yoga. Something else is happening. If you're doing yoga, you're always grounding something. Here the hips, right? Extending something, right? Unless it's Shavasana. And it's not Shavasana yet. I have the mind keeping you centered and extending the leg. And then looking for that expression through the arm. Is it working more than it needs to? Could some of that energy be given to the core body, to the leg? And then back to center slowly. And take the sole of the left foot to the floor. Do your feet down, 
be in your body for the two sides. Go right leg up, one more of these on the floor. You can take your left leg out long. And here we're gonna turn the right heel in, right toes out. And this is gonna be something, uh, when you do that, the leg's gonna rotate. We want, when you look at your kneecap, your kneecap is pointing toward a diagonal. What diagonal? It depends on the rotation available in your hip, but to the diagonal. And then you're gonna bring the leg lightly across the body, keeping the right hip down. The way we're gonna keep that, take your uh, piece fingers of your right hand, take them into the hip crease. And just like draw the hip crease down as you draw the straight leg, as straight as it will go, across the body. And this is one where, again, we're not paying attention. Body will kind of roll into more of a twist. Uh, and the, the leg will bend. Right, so straight leg, hips level. Squeeze your left leg tightly as you pull the right hip crease down. Breathe in and breathe out. Really paying attention to right hip dropping, right leg straight, left leg squeeze tight. What's going on in the left arm? Is it overdoing this? Pause, and let's just do like a contrast move here. Add a little tiny bend to your knee, just a little tiny bend. And then add a little rock of the hips. So it's a little bit more toward a twist. Nothing wrong with this, but did you lose some sensation of work? But then we're gonna uh, just continue that all the way over into a twist. You can bend the knee all the way. You could keep the leg straight in the strap. That kind of depends on how much furniture and uh, kind of accessory you have around you. Uh, also, just how much intensity you want here with the twist. But breathe here. So good to let the hip roll up when we're actually wanting to twist, right? This is like just the intentionality here, totally different. Press out through both feet. Uh, if you've got the knee bent, you press the knee over towards the sidewall. Breath in. Breath out. Let the right arm extend as much as it can out to the side. Let the right shoulder blade drop heavy. Breath in. Breath out, we'll all bend the knee, come back to center. And pause. Soles of the feet to the floor, hips at center. Feel the two sides of your body, breathe in. And breathe out. And then left leg in. Right leg out straight. If that hurts your low back, for sure you can go with a knee bent. Then straps are coming into right hand. Turn your heel in, toes out. When you do that, look to be sure it's the whole leg turning. Foot's flexed. Leg is as straight as it can be, which may mean that it's a little further away from you than you might 
want it to be, but it's straight because we can work that thing here. Heel in, toes out, knee at the diagonal. Left peace fingers in the hip crease, just gently pulling it down and out. Maybe bring the leg across. Straighten both legs. I'll just make it, make it a little easier on yourself. Just think both legs straight. And then left hip heavy. The left hip crease dropping down. And so none of this is going to happen by itself. And notice what the right arm is doing. Can you get the right arm to the floor? Can the right hand hold with just enough? So uh, the Zen practice, like right effort. The right effort is just the amount of effort needed to do the thing. No more, but no less. And again, that's something that you're going to watch every moment that you possibly can. Call yourself back to it when you slip away. Is the leg straight? Is the heel turned in, toes out? Is the left hip dropping down? Is your right arm doing enough? Too much. Breath in. Then we're just going to just change this up. Just really kind of let the legs soften. Just, just a little bit. Like, like don't over-dramatize this because you want to see what it's like when it even just a little let up. Let's just a little let up in the focus, what changed. Then just let the right hip lift just a little bit. Just let it get off. Like just not, it's just not heavy anymore. Right? So it's kind of just easing up in the stretch. Then let the whole thing come over into the twist. New pose, different focus here. Again, left leg can be straight. Could be bent. You can press out through both feet or through the knee and the foot. And breathe here. Let your left arm be heavy out to the side, left shoulder blade heavy to the floor. And slowly bend the knee, undo it, come back to center. Pause when we have both feet on the floor and simply feel what's going on. And knees into your chest and rock if you like to, or just press your way up to seated if that's better for you. And I come into seated, little shoulder shrug. Cool. Your shoulder blades slide down your back. 
Oh, I thought we lost you. Oh, man. Come on. Back to a center line with your arms and anchor into your sitting bones. Feel two sitting bones, evenly weighted. Abdominals drawn in, heart drawn high. Lift up to the back of your head. Right. So and then, then imagine moving from that, like you're, you're sliding the back of your head up to draw your chin in toward your collarbones. Pause there. Then right ear toward right shoulder. Pause there. Chin is still tucked in. And it's just the tipping of the head. And back to center, chin still tucked in. And other side, just the tilt. Back to center and chin tucks in. Back of the head's lifting up, back of the neck is lengthening. And then move the back of your head toward the wall behind you to lift back into natural height. Good. And catch your strap between your hands. And uh, doubling it over is nice if you have a, an actual yoga belt or tripling it if you've got a long yoga belt. Uh, I don't know what to do with your Gucci scarf. You do what you do. Uh, but arms up overhead, you know, pull out on the strap. Just pulling outward. Then we're going to bend one elbow, bringing the opposite arm behind the head, as if for cow face. Then back to center and other side. Cool. You guys got it. What we're really going to work on here is that head placement. Uh, if you have a big ponytail going on, this might be challenging, but um, keep your head in line. Because what starts to happen as we move one hand behind the head is the head kind of wants to make way for it, wants to go down and forward. Because uh, it's, it's nice to consider it. It's trying to make room for your hand. Instead, keep the head lifted and hand behind the head. Good. Yeah, so your focus is, I mean, you got the arms moving. They're doing great. But your focus is your posture and staying out of that forward head posture. So lifting back of your skull, center of your chest. Good. One more round. Emily, I'm glad you're here today. I saw your mom this morning. It's the first time I've seen my mom, your mom since I've been back, and it was so nice. It's, it's good to have the routine back. I say hi to Emily's mom like every morning. She's like usually the first person that I speak to. That's very cool. I'm so, so happy to be here. So happy to see good people. One more round. And then make it back to center and just let the strap of the arms just gently come down, hands to your knees so you can release the strap, but just little, little movement, just as essential as you can be with that pause, feel. Breathe in. And breathe out. Cool. Different uh, modality for the shoulders. You can take your arms out, hands up. Shoulder distance just a little wider. And then we're going to go up and over and back as far as you go for a good stretch. And then forward again. 
Oh, Anita, your cats. I love your cats. Is that no name kitty? That, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's the least camera shy or he, I don't know which one, but very pretty. Good back and forth. And here again, uh, it's going to be really uh, common for the head to want to go forward as the arms go back. The head up, gaze straight ahead. It's good to just find a drishti point that you don't move your eyes from so that the head can just sit level at the top of the spine. In. Breathe out. One more. And again, we're just going to let the arms come down, hands to the legs, arms soft, breath in, and breath out. From here, we'll step to down dog. Spread your hands wide into the mat, press them down and forward. And press your feet down and out. And breath in. And breath out. With an inhale, with a right leg back and up behind, three-legged dog. Knee to your chest. Have a big step into a low lunge. We're going to bend the back knee down toward the mat, but not quite touch, unless you need to. And then straighten the back leg. And bend. And a straighten. Bend. And straighten. Bend. Straighten tight. Right hand to right thigh. We're going to twist. Right shoulder over left. Good. Back leg tight. See if you can center the heel. So this is going to be something you, you really can't look at. So don't even try. Look to your sidewall. You could look to the mat or the ceiling. Feel your heel back there. Just know like the shape of your foot. Is the heel centered, pointing straight up? Breath in. And then breath out. Release the twist. Back knee down to the mat. Hands down to the mat. We're going to tuck chin in. I'm trying to point the nose toward the navel here. Breathe. Draw your heart forward. Tighten the back leg again. Lift your hips. Step the right foot straight back. Down dog. Pause. Feel your hands. Feel your feet. Two legs. Two sides of the abdomen. Two sides of the upper back. Two sides of your face. On an inhale, 
Left leg up and back. Bend your knee, bring it into your chest. Big step into a low lunge. And then back knee down. And up. They're working for some hip flexor movement here, getting some circulation in those muscles. And also as you straighten, out through the heel, out through the calf. Next one, straighten the back leg, straighten tight. Left hand to left thigh, rotate. Back shoulder over shoulder. Press your feet down. Left shoulder blade in toward the spine. And again, you feel for your back foot. And just set your gaze somewhere so that you're undistracted in the eyes. And that's, that's really it. Like, we often don't need to look at the body part at all, but we need to stop looking at other things. Like, there's so much sensory perception through the eyes right, that we end up losing it. So you've got left hand to left thigh, and you're pressing hand to leg, leg up into hand, focusing in on the back leg, heel over the ball of the foot, going straight up. Good. And then undo it. Both hands down, back knee comes down. Top of the back foot to the mat. Pull chin towards your chest like you're gonna look at your navel center. Your head drop, let your jaw soften. Press both feet down. Let the shell of your upper back soften. Nice. Really good. And draw your heart forward. Plant your hands. Squeeze your back leg tightly. Lift your hips up out of that line of stretch. Step back. Down dog. Breath in. Breath out. And look forward, walk forward to your hand. And breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. Here, bend your knees like a lasso. The opposite of what we were doing on your back, do here. Bend the knees till your chest and your thighs come together. And your hip crease is as close as it's going to get. Like you are a peanut butter sandwich, like chest to thighs or like grilled cheese or panini, whatever you want to be. Um, it's closed. 
and wrap your arms around your legs. And certainly if your chest and your thighs don't come together, that's not a problem. Put some blocks or a pillow between, um, even your arms between, but just give yourself that, that kind of like sandwiched in, you're folded onto yourself. Then you press your feet down, start to squeeze your quadriceps, the front of the thighs, draw your navel to your spine. You might, from that action, get a little more vertical. You might not, but you'll squeeze your thighs, draw your abdominals in. You will forget about the, the knee action and think about the muscular action, thighs lifting, abdominals lifting, head drops heavy, face soft. Then... Bring a little softness to the knees and a, just a little easing up on that curling in. Roll up to standing. Take your gaze up your center line so that your head is the last thing to stack. It stacks well. Your arms reach overhead. And then I'm going to turn so that you can see this from the back. You're going to wrap your right arm underneath your left, like big hug energy here. So you've got hands wrapped to opposite shoulder blade. Then you're going to wrap right leg in front of the left. So now that legs crossed, arms crossed, press both feet down, lift your chest up. Left arm's going to go up, right arm's going to go down. You're reaching through your left fingertips up to the diagonal, reaching through your right fingertips down to the diagonal. Press your feet down, lift your chest up, even a little back bend. And then exhale back to center, hands to heart, pause, samasiti, breathe in, breathe out. Bring yourself into vertical. Notice if you're leaning forward or back. Right. As soon as we, we overcorrect vertical and end up with kind of a lean, vertical. Yeah, it's cool. Investigate, like be your own coach there. Find like, that truing up that is neither kind of leaning forward nor posturing back. Right? So the toy soldier posture is out. It's not a thing. Vertical human being. Right? Inhale, reach up. And then the left arm wraps under. So we're going to take other side and that hug. Left leg wraps on top. Or in front, press both feet down, lift your elbow points up, lift your chest up, lift the back of your head up. Think about being vertical here. So not lean back, vertical. And then reaching up and over, left arm down and away. Press both feet down, lift your chest. Here is where you can take a little lean back as a back bend, side bend, good. Arishnakafasana looks great. Press your feet down, lift your heart up. Nice, undo it, exhale, hands to heart. Pause here. Again, find center, true up. Right, so like if if you were a compass needle, you'd be pointing straight up. I'm just going to get that through your heart center, through your brain. The, the head and heart going upward rather than back or 
slumped forward. We're right in the center. We'll hit this each time we come up to the front. We got sign A. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold forward. And breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. And breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out and bow forward. Take your time. Do not let gravity snatch you. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Gravity will try to grab you here. Press the floor, tighten your body, breathe. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round, drive your feet down, inhale, reach up. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Keep looking forward. Try to keep your head up. You make the transition and slowly let it come into your line. Pause here, down dog. Breath in. Breath out. Look forward. 
Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out and fold forward. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana chair pose. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Walk your feet together at the back of your mat. Inhale your right leg up behind. Exhale, right knee to chest. Look forward, step on your center line. Inhale, up and around. Warrior two. Exhale, side angle pose. Arm inside the front leg. Inhale, reverse. Sit low on your front thigh. Exhale, side angle pose, arm outside the front leg. Inhale, half moon. Exhale, bow forward the front of your mat. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, fold. Ukatasana chair pose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Feet together. Inhale your left leg up and back behind. Exhale. Knee to chest, step forward. Back foot flat. Up and around, or two. Exhale, side angle pose, arm inside the front leg. Inhale, reverse warrior, reach up. Exhale, come up through warrior two. And side angle pose, I'm outside the leg, reach long. Inhale, half moon. Exhale, right hand down, right foot down. Breathe together, you breathe in, lift halfway. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, Ukatasana. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
Plant your hands. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your right leg up and back behind. Exhale, right knee to right elbow. Take a step into a low lunge, reach up for crescent. Press into your feet, breathe out and twist. Left elbow toward right knee. We're going to inhale the arms open. Left fingertips to the floor inside your foot on the exhale. Cactus your upper arm and twist more. Good. On your inhale, press into your front foot. Slide your left hand forward. Twisting half moon takeoff. Good. Exhale, same thing. Cactus the upper arm. Squeeze the shoulder blade to your back. Then as you inhale, tighten the upper leg. Reach back through the toes. Land lightly in twisting triangle. Back heel lifted for this one. Keep it light. Pull the right hip back as you exhale. So you inhale. Cactus the upper arm. Shoulder blade toward the spine. Then exhale, look to the mat. Right hand down, step back down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Inhale your left leg up and back behind you. Exhale, left knee, left elbow. Step, breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, twist, elbow toward the left knee. We're going to inhale, open the arms. Tighten your back leg, point the back heel toward the ceiling. Exhale. Right hand down to the mat. Draw your heart forward. Cactus the upper arm. Twist more. Keep that twist. Inhale. Twisting half moon. Take off. Exhale. Upper elbow bends. You squeeze the shoulder blade toward the back. Inhale. Tighten the upper leg and step back. Left hip crease back. Heart forward. Twisting triangle. Inhale, bend to the upper elbow again and squeeze shoulder blade toward your back. Then exhale, look to your mat, plant your hand, step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath in. Open your mouth, clear it out. Look through your hands. Walk or crawl to seated. Come down onto your back for hips on a block. Shoulder stand, plow. Something like one of those. Could be legs in the air. I'm just putting your feet up. Yeah. Pause and say, the motion 
stops, the echoes of the motion ebbing away. If you're liking this, if you want a little more upside down time, stay. Otherwise, slowly make your way down to your mat. And then bender's choice, a back bend of some sort, bridge or wheel. Or Supta Baddha Konasana, happy baby, something along those lines. There's an interesting uh, correlation between the inverted posture and then back bend, so fun to play with. Then again, you've done enough if uh, you've done enough. Breath in. Breath out slowly lower down from the back bends. Make your way to Shavasana, having any finishing postures or movements that your body would like to be more comfortable as you lay yourself out. Enjoy the rest. As you're ready to come back, the slow, simple movement of fingers and toes, feeling the edges of you. And then roll to your right side, pause there, make that shift to the space between. And then 
slowly with just the essential movements necessary to come to seated. Breath in and breath out. Bring hands together, heart center. Then thumbs to forehead center. That was excellent, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.